Great. Welcome to this goddamn show. Why was it so hard to start this show today? I think that everything was uh, working against us today. Holy my balls. And we're back. And welcome to our podcast. Welcome to our podcast. Fucking shit, man. Thank you for being here. And we can't thank you enough. Yeah, I'm sorry. This is off to a late start. I feel like all my work stuff, all my my stuff is like my life is a little bit on, on fire right now. I feel like you need to get your life in order. Yeah. And that's kind of what this is about. Zoe. You guys, it's episode 266. It's episode 266, the episode where Zoe gets her damn life together. And we've I've called her into this room with all surrounded by all of our friends and family <laughs> to who all want you to get your goddamn life together. Yeah, that needs to happen because I'm feeling insane. I have a funny story. So I had a house call this morning. Yeah. And well, this afternoon, early afternoon. And uh, I got there and she goes, she meets me outside in the driveway, right? She's got her hands full of stuff. And she goes, yeah, today's not going to happen. She was like, but here's your Christmas card. Here's money for your time. Here's a bottle of wine for Christmas. Yeah. She's like, and I'll see you Thursday morning. And I was like, wait, wait a second. No, 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 no. I was like, I don't know that I can do Thursday morning. She goes, yes, you can. I'll see you Thursday at 730. Holy shit, man. <laughs> I was like, okay. This I want to how... have however much money that is. <laughs> right? To just. You show up to someone's house and be like, I'll see you Thursday. Talk... Well, I don't know if I could do Thursday. Oh, guess yeah. what? You're, yeah, do, you you're doing it. What are you doing? My I'm sweet? trying fucking desperately to be able to hear. I can never, nothing ever works. Is so it I'm because, just trying to make something fucking work for once. Is it working? Can you hear? It's working now. Can, can you hear better? Yeah, I can hear better. See, I could everything hear better. Is different. I could hear better before. Give a little love on. Oh, oh God. That was uh, Shaggy. Now I've talked about Shaggy on every podcast I've been on this month. Uh, dude. What um, is happening? No, nothing. There's always something. Which I did think I is do something? Is this not in focus? No, man. No, it's just like the leaf blower was going outside, and then you know, and then like the camera's not right, and then the other camera's not right, and then the microphone feels too far away, and then blah blah blah. And it, the essence of this is just like let's have a nice conversation. But there's so many fucking things that need to happen before let's just zone out and have a nice conversation mm-hmm. for it to be presented in an easily digestible package. And that stuff bumps me the fuck out a lot. And that is also what has taken away my... Like for 13 years, I pointed a camera at myself and then I stood up at that computer and I edited a video of myself. And now what has happened is all the little things... I feel like it is beneficial to me to pass that on to someone like Ryan or Tom or Kevin. Like you hold the camera, you make sure all the goddamn numbers on the camera are right. Yeah. And you make sure everything looks good. And then I can concentrate on like being entertaining and having a good conversation. And I think that's what I'm, we've been going back and forth for a long time about, not necessarily is it still fun. It's obviously still fun. But what are the draining parts of it? Mm-hmm. And how can you minimize... And this goes for any job, really. How do you minimize all the parts 
that are draining so you can do the actual job to the best of your ability. Right. I think we had this conversation this morning with Matt. And, and that's a Roger. And, you know, it, it's funny how we were saying that, you know, everything that it's like you have like this creative flow, right? And you're like, yes, right now. And then it's like, fuck, I got to do this. Fuck, I got to do that. By the, and by the time everything is like set up and ready to go, you're just like. Yeah. So perfect example, Zoe. Matt is a friend of, he's been on the show before. He's, mm-hmm. he is a musician. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's talking about how he had his house renovated recently. And um, his studio was all in pieces. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how important it is to the creative process to just have everything set up. So if you get a good idea for a song, you just walk into a room and press a button and now it's on. Yeah. And then you start working. Right. You don't want to come into the room and fucking hook up all your cables and make sure everything has power, make sure all the batteries are right. whatever. And it's like, this thing's on, but this thing's not. How did I yeah. have it set up before? Why is this not blah, blah, blah. But that's why I, I honestly, that's why this room is so important to everything that we do. Uh, as far as like recording other podcasts that you do, like it's huge to be able to just have everything in here, just set up all the time. Yeah. Because you're putting, uh, let's say you have a creative spark and that creative spark becomes something that a couple thousand people are going to listen to and really enjoy. Mm -hmm. You don't want to have that hindered by 45 minutes of like checking stuff. Pulling it out of the fucking closet. You know, you're losing the stuff that makes it ooh nice. Ooh, very nice. Anyway, that being said, how many minutes into the podcast? It took us almost exactly six minutes to hit the groove. Let's Welcome to our podcast. Welcome I already to our said podcast. That. But now I'm saying it. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. I'm saying it. And now I'm saying it. Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. Our podcast episode number 266. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Love you guys very much. How are you? I'm okay now. Yeah. Me yeah. Too. I hurt my back at basketball. Um, and before you guys go shooting off your goddamn ankle speculations, kiss my ass. That's funny. You know what? I'm going to do one of the ad reads right after you're done. I got picked real hard by a man three times my size. And uh, it it made my back move in a way that it's not supposed to. This is a spine. Picture a spine. Yes. And now picture it moving like this. No, don't break that. <laughs> and that's just exactly because my point. your shit got broken doesn't mean you got to break my shit. So, a giant man broke my back, and now uh, I'm dealing with that. I knew I was going to be sore the next day. It's not half as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. But I definitely feel out of alignment. Yeah, will not go to the chiropractor. Who? The chiro- chiropractic. Huh? Kirkpatrick. The Kirk Kirkpatrick. I will <laughs> never go there because my dad at a small age was like, never go to the chiropractor. It just causes more problems later on. So I'm never going to do that. I'm just trying to be and trying to do my stretches, trying to be nice. I love the chiropractor. But uh, so Hayden Record. You is... need a chiropractor because your head to neck ratio, your head must put <laughs> a tremendous amount of pressure on your spine and i'm not saying that to be negative i'm just Uh saying you have kind of a popsicle head Uh, that's did your doctor diagnose you with popsicle head 
This um, episode, of course, brought to you by my brand new album, Zebediah Zebra Pants, Upside. printed on vinyl, not Upside available down. anywhere. It isn't. We have like a whole box of them over there. Yes. Uh, Hayden Record, who is a $100 sponsor. Thank you, Hayden. Uh, he says, uh, I asked him what he wanted to promote this month, and he said, not his podcast. But Not he, his podcast? No. He said, I just want to tell you two how awesome and beautiful your dynamic is together is. Don't touch me. Okay. You guys make Mondays. <laughs> you guys make Mondays actually enjoyable for us nine to five peeps. The fact that you two can joke around with each other all the time and make me bust out laughing just for mispronun- mispronunciations <laughs> Good of, your, <laughs> of your Patreons is a wonderful thing. I love you both. Don't ever stop being yourselves because you two make so many people smile. And you know what, Mike? What? I don't think a 14-year-old crossed you up. I believe you. Oh, dude. Thank you for being you, Hayden. Hayden, thank you very much. See, 2020 is coming up all fousy. That's me. Yucky. Yeah, little baby boys and girls. Feeling good. Starting to get the benefit of the doubt from the audience. I've been saying it for years. Didn't get crossed up. Can't call ankles if you don't grab ankles. Can't just say it. And that's the problem with kids nowadays. They just see a phrase on the internet and they say it and they don't really know why it means. Well, you don't need to grab your ankles. Your your nose touches your ankles. So I'm just saying, you know, not because. My nose touches my ankles. What Nelly song is that from? Make your nose touch your ankle. Who am I? Now if St. Louis takes y'all now, 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 now. It's loud. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes Nelly is loud. Who is who is your favorite Saint Lunatic? Mine was Murphy Lee. You don't remember the, any of the Saint Lunatics? Mm-mm. You think the Saint Lunatics are gonna um, be part of the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame someday? Probably not. Episode two sixty six. Who are the Saint Lunatics? That was Nelly's crew. Oh, yeah. That's right. Stomping in my Air yeah. Force Ones. Yeah. Dude, I remember Air Force Ones blew up after that. That's all so fucking on purpose. Uh-huh. A company is like, oh, you're going to basically sing a commercial for us? And you it's like gonna these be shoes? On Put them in your song. Pay I some more money. what came first. If Murphy Lee and the St. Lunatics were like, fuck, I love these shoes. I want to sing about them. Or if Nike was like, I see you wear my shoes. Hey, do you, can you figure out 13 ways to spend a billion dollars? Yeah. Yes, I can. We'll give you a billion dollars if you talk about our shoes. 13 ways. Right before ending your career. So crazy. Episode 266. <laughs> um... Yeah, we got a bunch of t-shirts in the store. Oh, yeah. You guys can we go have a sticker to set. Uh, WTOP.clothing. WTOPicker set. And uh, we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash WTOP. Every member of the Patreon gets full video episodes. Every member of the Patreon gets access to the Discord. Access. I'll personally send you a Discord link uh, if you are a Patreon and you're not in there. Because it's a fun place to be. 
We've got a bunch of people discussing things. As we will be on this show, I have a very important question for you to start this episode. I want to get your opinion on something. Let me hear it. Dogs always follow me. What's the deal with that? It's because... They feel like you can smell just as well as they can. I don't (laughs) want this to become a big nose joke. Zoya, who was I talking to the other day who was like, Uh, I saw a clip of you on the internet. We don't know each other that well. And I was wondering if I should call someone about how you talked um, about how your wife bites you. I was wondering if that was like a cry for help. Like, was that serious or was that not serious? And I was like, yeah, it's serious, and you should have called somebody. Because <laughs> she bites me hard. It's not that hard. You bite me hard all the time. Oh, please. You haven't done it in a couple days, but that doesn't mean not going to come, because it always comes. But it's just because I love you so much, I can't help it. Well, eat it, Zoe. Eat it. You're fine. You're fine. Are we doing today's episode? We, we, we should. We 266. Should. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to get up and get my phone at some point because uh-huh. I asked for, because of the delay, yes. I asked for questions and we got a couple of really good questions. Okay. But I do really want to hear your thoughts on why dogs follow me. Because I already told you, because they sense that your sense of smell is really good. So they want, they, they find maybe that you're, Typically, like a a leader of the pack because you're as furry as they are, too. (laughs) You guys, I'm kidding him. You're mean. (laughs) Welcome back to You're Mean, starring Zoya. Why don't you get a, why don't you go get your, um, your phone and I will start telling people that Mike will be at the Westside Comedy Theater on Uh. December 20th. On January 3rd, uh, which is a Friday, he's going to be at White Plains Comedy Club in White Plains, New York. On February 8th at the so- at 8th and the 9th, he will be a- in Nashville at the Soda Parlor. And then on March 14th, he will be at the F- Siren Theater. So that's really fun. Uh, there are some tickets still available for all of those. Um, yeah. Let us know how you like him. I kind of like him. I'm though- horny for shows. Don't touch my stuff, please. Now you got lit up. Um, thank you, Zoe, for letting the people know where I'll be. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited to go to White Plains. Me too. Haven't been to that club before. Haven't been to White Plains in a very long time. Um, little inside info. I know how to get from... Realistically, I know how to get from Ansonia, Connecticut uh-huh. to White Plains mm-hmm. on back roads only. That's fun. Yeah, isn't that nice? That is nice. That's a little East Coast baby. Yeah, and it probably takes just as long as back roads as it would. On the merit with traffic. Mm-hmm. That's why you do it, dude. Dude. You got the merit, the two boys. And you can stop for fun coffee along the way. You can get a coffee every 10 minutes. You can. Thanks um, to Dunkin' Donuts, not a sponsor. Yeah. 
It'll never be a sponsor unless they change their formula back to what it used to be. Formulas, formulas. So at Welcome Pod, mm. manned by the one and only Leah, thank you for your help always. Leah, you're the best. We said a podcast today will be out a little late. That's now, whenever you're listening to it. It just came out. Uh, if you have any questions you'd like answered, now's your goddamn time to speak up. <laughs> they can't speak up during the podcast when Hayden, they're listening to it's pretty cool. Danny Hainan Hainan Records says, star of the show so far, by the way. Yeah. When's Wrestling Fred going to make an appearance? Do you have any objection to doing an episode? Not with at all. Fred? I what would, would love you want to talk about with Fred? I might cheat on you. That's very honest. What a very honest, brave thing to tell me. I love <laughs> wrestling Fred so much. What is it about him, do you think? I don't know. I think uh, the, the mystique behind the mask uh-huh. is very sexy. You know, the mask has never been washed. That's okay. There's blood in it. That's okay. Hmm. You know, sometimes you just need a, a little bit more of a rugged, rough and tough kind of guy, you know? And you think that Fred is that? Yeah. He's never won a match. That's okay. I he's tried really hard. That's what you're into. Yeah. I like I like that he tries. Yeah. Cuz if at first you don't succeed, what then what? You dust yourself off and try again. Don't cover your mouth like you're trying to hold back from laughing. I'm fucking awesome. <laughs> Pandemonium, Kendall. Hey. Is it Kendall? Yes. Kendall Marie. Yeah. Uh, Kendall Marie says. She's a $50 sponsor or a $10 sponsor. She is. I'm sorry, 50. And we met her. Yeah. And she's lovely. What Christmas gift slash toy uh, you always wanted as a kid, but sadly. What's a Christmas gift slash toy you always wanted as a kid, but sadly. Never got. Mine was one of these bad boys. And there's a gif of a little girl doing a pop wheelie on a uh, pow, pow, power wheels pow, leading pow. the way. Power wheels. I also wanted a uh. power wheels. And there was a weight limit. So I was never able to. They were also the most expensive toy. To my siblings that are listening, I can't remember. We never had like a Christmas list. It was like whatever you got for Christmas is what you got. We we didn't we weren't allowed to like ask for stuff. Yeah. And all the time Too many of I you. feel like it was like all the time. I mean, I remember one year my aunts actually fucking won Christmas and got us all jean jackets for Christmas from the Gap. Hell yeah. And we were all fucking rocking them yeah. all the time. You sleep in it? Oh, dude, we didn't take it off. Did you you look like the girl in um that Teen Witch movie. Yeah. When you just did that. What's that? Uh, what's that fucking song? It became a meme. What's that song that they do? <laughs> top that. Yeah. Top yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to get with me, top that. <laughs> top that. There's going to be so many more gifts of you dancing after I this know. episode. I love it, dude. Your high ponytail and your fucking... Yeah. And Killed it. Um... I don't know what I mean. I remember I wanted a Super Nintendo, but after a while I was like, it was such a big deal to get any kind of video game system. I got a Genesis. Yeah. And then I remember being like realistic as a kid. 
I got a Genesis and then I was like, well, I can't ask for a Super Nintendo because that's having two <laughs> systems in your house is a ridiculous thing. Yeah. So I'm definitely not going to ask for that, even though I might want one. Yeah. I you was know, always real realistic about it. I was talking to your dad the other day. Uh, well, Shout out to J- John Falzon. One time. Uh, bop, bop. Um, and he was saying how you were always very, like, reasonable. You know? <laughs> like, you would always say, I want this. Here's what I have saved up. I'll, I'll split it with you. Yeah, split it with Santa. Yeah. Yeah. Very cute. Well... I I don't know why I was like that, but it's probably because you understand you understood at a very young age like the the value of a dollar, you yeah. know, and you understood that you know like he was talking about it with <clears throat> about you had wanted a a guitar, yes, and for you a long time and you understood I asked for a guitar for years before I got one, yeah, and like you understood that it was so expensive and. And like it was too much to ask for, so you knew to like give money towards it so yeah. that you could have it, which I thought was very cute. I Where's my was... crew that pays for their own Christmas gifts? Shout it out! <laughs> Shout it out! Um, but I was glad that I was raised by that. I never really took nothing for granted. Yeah, it was also like that's why for since I was very young, it would get under my skin a lot when people would call me spoiled because I was. An only child. Yeah. Little did they know. Yeah. I think I was spoiled with attention. And Mikey C. Falzone was not. MC Fowls don't play, bitch. <laughs> MC Fowls ain't nothing to fuss with. That's that's the kids bop version of that song. <laughs> MC Fowls ain't nothing to fuss with. Uh, Just Josh. Hey. What's a good holiday? Easter. Easter's a good holiday. Why? Good Friday? <laughs> good holiday Friday? My birthday. <laughs> Your birthday is a good holiday? It is. It's my favorite holiday. Christmas is a good holiday because people in general get into a different kind of spirit. Mm-hmm. Almost, it almost transcends religion or whatever. There's just kind of a general understanding of, and it's not everyone, obviously, a lot of people. Yeah. But there's kind of a general understanding of like, don't be a piece of shit. It's Christmas. Yeah. Regardless of what you believe in. Yeah. I think, um, I like Thanksgiving. I like Thanksgiving too, because man. it's still like, it's like the, the, the kickoff of the season, right? Yeah. And it's like, you get all of the family it's always good food. There's no presence involved. There's no like extra. It's just who's bringing the pies and who's bringing the, 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 the sodas, you yeah. know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, and then getting everything else cooked. Mm-hmm. That's why I like Thanksgiving for that. I really like Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's why I, uh, I don't know. It's a problematic, um, opinion to have, but uh, so many people rail against Thanksgiving while benefiting from its history. Yeah. You know, it's like you say all this negative stuff for Thanksgiving and I, I, I get it to a certain extent, but you're also saying that like 
from your iPhone in the United States of America. Yeah. It's not like you haven't benefited from just how this country came to be. And I'm not saying it's right. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But, you know, for the normal everyday person, don't take away an excuse to like be try together. to put differences aside and get together with their family unit. Yeah. And that's what it is for me. It's not about what it actually is. It's about mm-hmm. a reason to be able to get together with people that I love and that I miss. And, you know, we were very fortunate to be able to go and spend time with my sister and my brother-in-law. Yeah. And, uh, uh, when do you think people stopped dressing like pilgrims? Oh, a long time ago. Well, yes. Yes. I mean, there's still some people that do. No one dresses like a pilgrim. Not true. Zoe, name one person you've seen dress like a pilgrim. I mean, I can't, but okay. Case closed. All right. Case closed. If I had the Unsolved Mysteries theme song on my phone, I'd play it right now. Victor Rabella says, what is the most ambitious Christmas present you've ever tried to pull off? I'm trying to build my four-year-old a mural rock climbing wall in the basement. That's cool. How tall are the ceilings in your basement, you rich motherfucker? (laughs) I don't know any basements that have a ceiling higher than... Eight feet. (laughs) Eight? If that, yeah. Dude, five foot four. No, at least seven. Uh, It's going to be either totally awesome or... An expensive, unmitigated disaster. How how old is is the child? Does he say? Four? You got that basement zoned out by the town, Victor. We're not telling anybody. Don't do that. Did they come survey your fucking place to <laughs> let you know that this is where the on belay belay on for your four year old has to go? Is there a bell at the top of the well, wall? Well, it doesn't matter how how tall it is. She's. I'm assuming it's a girl. I'm sorry if it's a boy, but all kids are girls. <laughs> everyone knows you're a girl until you're seven (laughs) you're a girl until you either Uh, get your first period or you don't if you don't get a period you're a boy (laughs) and then you get to change it again when you're older (laughs) um it doesn't matter they're four years old so it doesn't matter the 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 walls could be the ceiling can be five feet and it doesn't matter that's still huge in the eyes of a four-year-old, five feet is huge. Uh-huh. So who cares? Yeah, I think you're going to do a great job, Victor. And That's I don't a Maya know. Angelou poem. In the eyes of a four-year-old, five foot five is huge. Yeah. Maya Angelou. Um, Nothing. I don't know. I don't think I had... That's that's a joke that I'm going to get a tweet later about yeah. and be like, that was a great Maya Angelou impression and reference. You did a great job. That gets no love on the show itself. I was also trying to, to figure out like what, I mean, for you, I've done, tried to like come up with stuff. Mike is such a great gift giver. Thank you. Always. This year I'll ruin it. But I, I don't. I haven't gotten you a gift yet this year that I'm really excited about. You're going to like everything and that's all well and great, Mm -hmm. but there's, I don't have that thing yet where you're going to be like, what? Yeah. Yet. I'll find it. 
And if I don't, I'll die trying. <laughs> don't, don't kill yourself, please. Say the same thing. No, it's not worth it. I need you more than I need anything every else. Every year, I'll die trying to get you this gift that's going to make you uh, go, ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. What if I got you a box of Entenmann's donuts? Oh, my God. That would be hilarious. I wouldn't share with you, just so you know. Selfish. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Shane. Hey. Says, expensive, unmitigated disaster is the title of my army autobiography. Good. This is my favorite that. I like it. Victor Rabella says, 10 of 10 would read. Totally. Okay. Okay. Let's check the Discord for some calls, 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 calls from the Discord. Calls, 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 calls. Putin. See what we got here. Rob DeVille says, y'all ever get homesick? All the time. I never feel homesick. But before coming home for Christmas, I heard someone in work say, uh, wait, what the fuck? Uh, I never feel homesick. But before coming home for the Christmas, I heard someone in work literally say the world Ireland, and I started to cry. Are you spelling in your accent? I heard somebody say the word Ireland, and I started to cry. Oh, I get it, man. We, uh, I get homesick once in a while, but especially around the holidays mm. because my parents' house was such a cozy place to spend Christmas. Yeah, we have a great fireplace. My mom decorates the fireplace with, um, I don't know what you would call it. Garland. Garland, I guess. Isn't that the shiny stuff? Yeah, yeah. It could be like a... It's like a... It could be also like green. Yeah, it's made of like greenery. And it's beautiful and she puts lights on it. And they they make a real fire. And uh, the tree always looks beautiful. It's artificial, but we are one of those families that have accumulated ornaments over the years. Mm -hmm. And I have my favorites ever since I was little, 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 like eight years old. I have my favorite ornaments and I look forward to seeing those every year. And for years recently, I haven't seen any of those. Vielta did my mom's Christmas tree today. It's beautiful. That's a beautiful bow up top. Yeah. She did a good job. She did a a real great job. My brother helped her too. Dude, even that act of decorating a tree with a family member is great. The first time, you know what my fucking favorite shit is? Tell me. Fucking favorite holiday shit is like, it's... Is it in the morning or is it in the evening? It's in the (laughs) evening. Were you saying literally as a poop joke? Yeah. I want to leave. No, come on. Come on. I'm just trying to be if fun. You're, people come to this show to get their news. <laughs> and if you're not going to take it seriously, then GTF out. Uh, A little sip of water there. So tell me, tell me. Sag eligible. Your favorite. So my favorite feeling uh-huh. around the holidays and obviously this is going to be a memory that's just solitary me because i spent a lot of time by myself in the past 35 years mm-hmm. i'm gonna need you to close your eyes and picture this okay gotcha 
Rude. Okay, so close your eyes. It is, gotta trust me, close your eyes. It is maybe, I'm not gonna do it again. It's December. (laughs) You look like you're falling asleep. It's December 21st. 21st of December. It's, we're in Connecticut. Chilly. It's cold. And we're also, okay, get less into it. And it's, (laughs) a little shiver got me. And it's snowing outside. And there's maybe. Soft sound of snow falling. It's so nice. It's a lot. ASMR snow. This is what snow sounds like. Cozy December 21st. There's there's five inches of snow on the ground. And we got those big boys falling down. It's almost like you can hear them hitting the other snow. But you can't because it's snow. snow. Yeah. But there's a sound. Okay, so, goddamn. So the only snow that you see outside is either from a rogue street light Mm -hmm. or the moonlight, which you can't fight because of country music. (laughs) And you're watching television. To the right of the television is the Christmas tree. And the Christmas tree lights are on. And that's the only light in the living room. Dude. Yeah. And there's a fire in the fireplace. There's a crack black one. That's so nice. I, dude, I used to love. You got blanket on. Coming home during Christmas time, whether it was from work or whatever, and everyone was like already in bed and whatever. But the tree still. But on. the tree was on. I would literally sit in the formal dining room, which I would have probably gotten yelled at, and I would just sit there and I would stare at it. Yeah. It's my favorite. It's yeah. my absolute favorite. This is how you know. Everything that's really good is runs a razor's edge to something that's very bad. Mm-hmm. There's always a downside. Yeah. So in my family, it was like if my favorite thing in the world is being in this dark room mm-hmm. close to Christmas, cold but cozy, and the only light is coming. I want to fall asleep by Christmas light. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact that if I wake up in the morning... And my mom comes to shake me up because I'm, I'm <sighs> asleep on the couch and the lights on the Christmas tree are still on. Someone's getting slapped. Why the hell is the Christmas tree <laughs> still on? Uh, your mom is my favorite. Shutting the Christmas tree off to falling asleep on the couch, waking up, it's two o'clock in the morning, shutting the Christmas tree off and going back up to bed. Most boring experience of the yeah. Coziest experience is... Right there, they're neighbors adjacent to most boring, most bummer experience. Yeah, I'm homesick all the time, though. Yeah. Yeah, you are. When it gets really bad, Mike forces me to go see either my sister that lives in Washington or I can wait until we go home. Yeah. Zoe's a real heavy sleeper. So sometimes in her, where she falls asleep on the couch, I'll buy her a plane ticket <laughs> and I'll wheel her onto a plane and then she'll wake up at home. No. Like, take that and you're in Hartford. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'm SAG eligible. Um, I wanted to talk <laughs> about a, uh, fuck. I have a bunch of things written down for the next episode. Okay. Do you know anything about the Papa John's thing? Papa John's. I know it's pizza. So I'm going to I'm gonna describe to you the Papa John's scenario. And you tell me if you want to talk about it or not. Okay. So Papa John of 
Papa John's Pizza mm-hmm. was kind of ousted as the CEO because he was very critical of NFL players taking a, a knee okay. at the National Anthem. And he, I think he said the N-word on a conference call. That's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right? So he, this is like months and months ago or last year or whatever it was. That just gave me a feeling of like pure anger. Yeah, good. Because I think that's what it's supposed to do. I think that's what it's designed to do. So he was on the news recently or something. And he was like, you're going to hear my side of the story real fast. And he's hyping it up like a, like a, they interviewed him for, so I don't know why they would even interview him. Fuck but, that dude. But he's like, he was like, the day of reckoning is at hand and you're going to find out a lot of stuff about a lot of people. I'm guessing like he fucked up and he's embarrassed and he lost his whole shit. So now he's going to throw a bunch of other racist people under the bus because that's kind of what they do. They, they get taken down and they're like, well, if I'm going down, every one of these other white people who says the N word all the time is also going to get taken down or anyone who has like flushes their toilet 15 times. That's such a weird jump. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Okay. So anyway, so he, there's these weird clips of him around the internet from this interview. Uh And all I took from it is he, he said, there were a couple quotes. The day of reckoning is at hand. Passing the buck. Also, he was I'm like trying to take ultra sweaty during this, like dripping sweat. And is then he, he says, I've had 40 pizzas in the last 30 days, and it's not the same. You sound like a fat bastard to me. 40 <laughs> Papa John. I don't know if you've ever had Papa John's pizza, no. but it is disgusting. I'm sure. And I don't care if you live in a part of this country that has never seen an Italian person. And you're like, what? Papa John's isn't that bad. Guess what? The right answer is. (laughs) Papa John's pizza. The worst. Is now forever shall be disgusting. Amen. Yeah. Any hooser. So he stepped down uh, as the face of Papa John's after publicly criticizing NFL players over... uh, protest of the national anthem six months later he resigned as the chairman of the board or papa of the board due to backlash over his use of the n-word on a conference call with shareholders and then he went on this news thing and he was like hey you're gonna see and then i didn't hear shit after that so no one saw anything unless he like has a rolodex of like other rich people who send the edward my thing and i'm I'm, i have been trying to work this out on stage is when celebrity, like white celebrities get caught saying the N-word on video or something and all their fans come out and they're like, what? Remember the body of work or remember all the charity work that they've done or remember all the good things that they've done, even though th- that those points might be valid. Sure, but they, they probably say, did them. I'm and going to make my point real quick. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) My whole point was I like when people like someone so much that they're like, I can't believe you're discounting every good thing that this person's done because they've, they've said the N word one time. No, those people probably have done all of those things out of that because they, uh, not because (laughs) out of like wanting to, but because they they had to. 
Wait, what? They it, he it, had like, to say the N word? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm saying like all of the good things, like the the oh yeah, oh, okay. like yeah, I know what you're saying. like charity, blah blah blah, <clears throat> whatever. He, he probably didn't have a choice but to do it because right. The point that I was making was if you're a celebrity and you get caught saying the N word on video. To think that that is the only time that person has said the N-word is the funniest thing that I could possibly yeah. think of. No. You're disgusting. Think You're a disgusting human. the bad luck mm-hmm. you would have to have to be like, okay, I'm a white guy yeah. and I'm going to try out the N-word yeah. this, one, this one time. I hope that there's not... Someone pulls out a camera. How many mirrors did you break in a past life Hate for him. your luck to be that bad? Hate him. So... So did he step down? They didn't fire him for that? I guess he stepped down. I didn't really care enough to... Because I didn't I didn't really give a shit from the jump because I'm like, oh, it's the shitty pizza guy. You know, I would be bummed out if the Caesar from Little Caesar said that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you think he would say it twice if he, if he said it? Maybe. Ew, gross. That's another joke that somebody's going to like later I'm on. I'm sorry. <laughs> What do you remember anything about the Caesar from Little Caesars? Pizza? Caesar, Caesar. Okay, yeah. so good. So you yeah, do. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck guys. Okay, so why that's all we ta- have to say about that. Why don't you tell me uh, a little bit about Patreon? Can I say this one last thing I've written down? First? Yes. This is just a. I want to get your opinion on something. Okay. It's Christmas themed. Okay. Riffing. In Christmas songs. Riffing in Christmas songs. Here are your two choices. Okay. Too much or not enough. You're listening to Mulai Carey's All, all I, I Want for want Christmas. For Christmas. All I want for Christmas. All I want for Christmas. There's four key changes in that song. Is you, 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 baby. Oh. or Uh, Christina Aguilera singing anything ever mostly riffs no I can't too much it's gotta be very small and tasteful tasteful riffs if it's gonna happen at all but I'm gonna I'm gonna veto that somebody should make a batch of holiday cookies Felicia Shinberry should make a batch of holiday cookies and call them tasteful riffs (laughs) you only make six of each shape and then you don't have too much making people sick. Is it each note? No. Make them in a shape of a note? Okay. And that's all I had to talk about, really. I mean, we have a bunch of great questions, so we'll get to them on the next episode. On the next episode. On the next episode. Um, lots of good conversation in the Discord. Lots of new people added to the Discord. Welcome. This week. Thank you. Uh, hope, hopefully you're you're finding your place and finding your conversation. We got a bunch of different room. What are you saying? Because I the can't. next episode. One, two. Patreon.com's virtual five. tipping and rewards website. Doug, Basically, it's <laughs> you do the rest of the show by your goddamn self, soy. Patreon.com is virtual tipping and rewards website. That's how dead site. Website dead site. Um. And and basically the money that comes in from the Patreon is our like production budget for everything. So if you like all the things that I make, it's basically paid for by the Patreon. So thank you so much for being such a supportive group of people. Um, 
I would say almost a hundred percent of your um, contribution to the show and to us goes back into making stuff for you. And despite the little things like setting up the camera, like 13 years of setting up the camera and checking numbers, despite that being annoying, sometimes it's still the most fun job we could ever possibly have. And like little messages like you, you read from Hayden at the beginning of the show, make it all worth it. So fucking worth it. We love being the thing you listen to on Mondays or Tuesdays to get through the, Oh, this is the beginning of another work week stuff. Yeah. We want to be that for you for, uh, as long as, humanly possible yeah so thank you for contributing to that yeah it means it means the world to us and then our ten dollar group gets a shout out like this like that grant levasseur <laughs> levasseur levasseur uh pass the levasseur delthea williams it's french vaseline <laughs> kyle cullen meg von der linden ben benjamin fuchs milky beans uh, Matthew J. Palka, Kyle Schlack, Felicia Shamberry, Sha- uh, Shane Welsh, Ed Birch, Hannah Mc- McCreary, Luke Bodine, Scott Harrington, Emily Farah, Barrington Lloyd Lovett, Barrington Lloyd Carrington, Lisa Sikora, Michael Cavile, Cavagile, it's Italian, Logan Snyder, uh, Will Bosen. Bosen. Bosen, you round. <laughs> Rob DeVeux. Siobhan. Tom Imholt. Brandon. Uh, Brandon. Uh, Brandon Urban. Biff. Kate Farouk. Farouk. Jess, uh, Jess Enright. Gabrielle Silco. Lou Drake. Devran Kissoon. Jesse Stilwell. Katie Leegee. Lillian uh, Carrillo. Tatiana Clay. Uh, Magnus Silva, uh, Hale State, Emily Borky, I think, Nicholas Anderson, The Wandering G-Bear, Sean Stone, Joe Finney, Keith Erickson, Monique Quistorf, Chelsea Thomas, Troy R., Kristen Kane, Danielle DiVerona, Heather Zink, Just Josh, uh, John Robinson, Darren McGrath, Valerie York, uh, Logan uh, Midroni, <clears throat> Lauren Dordry, Helen Ford, Gary Parsons, <laughs> Michael Welch, uh, Justine Johnson, uh, Rob, uh, Robert Johnson, Nestor DeLeon III, Bailey and Garrett Kirkendall, Bryden Clothsmith, uh, Jacob D. Bradford, Katie A., Good Humans Pod, uh, Katie Taylor, Daniel Hilo, Sergeant Sparty, and Superfloss. Thank That's you so much. That's our $10 group. <clears throat> For your contribution to the podcast. Uh, I hope all of you are having a good time in the Discord. If you don't have a Discord link, absolutely hit us up on Patreon, and I will deliver one to you personally. Uh, we have a $50 sponsor. His name is Trevis. A uh, $50 sponsor, of course, gets to advertise something to uh, a couple thousand like-minded people. <laughs> he says that he's been a fan of Mike, of us, since Mike started to show up on SourceFed a lot. Oh, awesome. Anyways, I'm messaging you because I have a mixtape. Oh, hell yeah. That I would like to promote. It's for me, and it's called When the Sun Comes. 
If you can, please listen AKA and let me morning. know. Young Morning. Would be a good name. Yep. Uh, if you can, please listen and let me know what you like or not like about it. Here's the link. And I'll put that in the in the bio. Nice. Again, please give it a listen. Review it if you can. That would be greatly appreciated. Thanks again. Love you guys. Dude, that would be so funny <clears throat> to talk about. I would never talk about what I don't like about it on the podcast Mm-mm. as part of the advertisement for it. Because that's a bad advertisement. Yeah. Imagine be like, hey, we listen to this guy's podcast and mm, the bass can be turned down. <laughs> you're going to want to. Uh, oh, what did I say? Podcast? Uh, yeah. Uh, podcast uh, mixtape is a podcast that you sing. <laughs> Thanks again. Love you guys. Even though we haven't met in person yet, no we worries, will. Man. Looking Love forward you to too. listening to your stuff. Thank you. Um, and thank you for being a uh, a sponsor for this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to contribute to the podcast, if you want to um, be a part of getting the full video episodes and participating in the discord conversation. Um, that's happening all the time. You can go to patreon.com slash WTOP. Can we answer one more question before we leave? Well, I, yeah, I've got two more. Well, fuck me then. Things to do here. You let me know but, when you're done. Uh, Lee Rael, uh, he says, um, if you could read the following, that would be amazing. Also, you guys, well, I'm going to just read this. <laughs> And here is the thing to read. This is the thing. Okay. Starcoma's new album, C, is now available at starcoma.bandcamp.com. Get horny for some music. (laughs) You can download it for free or you can pay whatever you think it's worth. Give it a listen first, then download download it. It's entirely up to you. The amp, uh, the album combines heartfelt melodies with a huge with huge guitar riffs that are sure to take you on a journey entirely inspired by love. Oh, that's real nice. The album has seven tracks, and the first letter of each title, each song title, spells the name of Lee's fiance. Humble brag. Additionally, Lee's fiance. Uh huh. Who? Lee Rael. Lee Rael. Yeah. Oh, I got so confused for a second. Hmm. Additionally, as a Christmassy bonus, he arranged his album to say the name of his fiance. Every the first letter of every song spells out his fiance's name. Are you a goddamn Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band member? Additionally, as a Christmassy bonus, if you download C, cerebral beetle shit. If you download C before December 24th, you, excuse me, you will also get a secret demo version of the first three tracks from Star Coma's next release, which won't be coming out until later this year. That's nice. Next year. I'm sorry. Starcoma.bandcamp.com is where you can find it. Go get horny about music. Go get horny for music. Yeah. 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 Oh, we got one more. Theodorus Carambellis. Hey, Theodore's Campbell's good to see you. Um, he'd like to promote an Amala... Uh, oh, wow. An Amala Pamela mm-hmm. Anderson. I'd like to promote an Amazon wish list for Mount Washington Pediatric here in Maryland. Okay. My cousin Christina works there, and there's always a need for supplies for the babies that they take care of. 
here's the link for the wish list, which I will also put in the bio. Um, it it's uh it's clothes, binkies, and bibs for the babies. When you say the bio, you mean the the description. Description. I'm sorry. The, yeah. Of no, the I podcast. just want to make sure these people know where to find the stuff if they want to see it. Um, they're blankies and bibs for the babies. Anything anyone can buy will help. And that would be tremendous. So I will get that on there. It's amazon.com wish list. Help a baby. Yeah. That way you could walk around for the rest of that day being like, what the hell did you do? Yeah. Aunt Deborah. I helped a baby. Yeah. And Aunt Deborah's going to be like, I'm your aunt. I raised 13 kids by myself. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be like, but I bought a bib. You did that so long ago. They're all adults now. No one gives a shit. Aunt Deborah, do something else with your life. Move on. What else have you done? Yeah. Deb. Deb. Deb Ramkissoon. <laughs> Deborah Ramkissoon. What did? What else did you want to say? I was looking through the Discord and I found a bunch of really good uh, questions, and I just wanted to do one. Maybe we'll make the next episode. Next episode, I have something very important to say about the Office. One specific episode of the Office. And here's a little preview for that. I love The Office. Yeah. It's my favorite television show. Yes. And I've become insanely critical of one episode. Yes. So on the next episode of this podcast, Welcome to Ours, I will be incredibly critical of one episode of The Office. Is it the one we watched last night? No. It's not the one you fell asleep to in my lap? No. Okay. So go ahead. No, it is not. Go ahead. I believe it is weight loss episode one. I think it's season five, episode one. Okay. But don't quote me on it. Don't take my word for it. Heathers, on December 1st of this year, says she'd like hair advice from Mike and stand-up advice from Zoya. So I'm not going to be, I'm not going to try to be funny. Okay, go. I'm going to try to give good hair advice. Okay. Because I think this is a great question from the Discord. Putang. Putang. We need to figure out some other yeah. type of verbal sound yeah. to say after that because it sounds Putain. too much like yeah. um, vagine. <laughs> Virgin. So, uh, okay, get definitely get your hair cut once every six weeks because you got the dead ends. You got to get the dead ends off okay. because you got to make sure your hair grows comfortably and grows into the shape that you want it to. Yeah. It's going to get loose and it's going to get knotted at the ends. You're going to have... Split ends, and that's not what you want. Keep your hair looking healthy. Keep your hair looking the way you want it to by keeping up with your trims. Every two dentist appointments, get one haircut. <laughs> and that's no. The, that's every kind two of, dentist yeah. appointments at beauty school. That's kind of what they all told us. It's every two haircuts, get it. <laughs> Go see the dentist. Every other haircut, get your haircut by the dentist. There you go. That's actually really good advice, Mike Falzone. Thank you so much, and make sure you condition it. Um, as far as stand up goes, every time you wash your hands, you should be washing your hair. No, don't do that. That's bad advice. <laughs> wash your hands with your hair. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as far as stand up goes, definitely go to open mics and work on your craft. Um, nobody that starts doing it is ever good. Um, don't be too proud to take constructive criticism. 
and notes from other people. Because uh, I think genuinely they're trying to help you. Um, and definitely find your voice of reason. And what does that mean? Or your point of view. That's it. I'm sorry. Your point of view. I what did so I say? In, you said voice, voice of, of reason. reason. Yeah. Yeah. Find your point of view. That's good advice. Sorry. Thanks, Mike. Do you want to add tags onto my advice about hair? Yeah, Mike's definitely right. I mean, every six weeks is a lot. I mean, it depends on um, how short your hair is, the type of style you want. I always tell my clients don't ever go more than 12 weeks without a haircut, um, especially if it's longer and you're not doing too much to it, if you're not like constantly blow drying and doing that kind of stuff to it. Um, that's okay. I get my haircut every 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, although it's been 12, 16, it's been about 22 weeks since I've had a haircut just because I haven't had time. And I whenever I have the time, that. because that's like I also don't, I don't do a lot to it. My hair is skanky right now. No, I do. Your need. hair is always gorgeous. I did get a blessed. Uh, I did get a bang trim that made it look like I had a toupee on for a couple of days. Bang trim was my nickname in high school, and if Ay. I could say anything about Ay. stand up, this is something that I Ay. came up with. Cavagil. <laughs> this is something I came up with. I was talking to my friend Josh the other day at a show last night, and there are. This is very specific. If you're starting stand up, and you have the don't I'll say this don't do a paid slotted open mic where you'll definitely get up and definitely get five minutes for pay Mm -hmm. until you've been doing it for three years yeah I think you need to go to an open mic where you have the experience could be you're there for three hours and you don't get up or you're there for three hours and you go last Mm -hmm. to three people. You need years of that to figure out if you want to quit. Yeah. Let your heart figure out if it wants to quit. Yeah. Cause I always say like, don't, I would never discourage anyone from doing stand up because they'll quit once they figure out what they have to do to get good. Did I ever tell everyone the story about when we first moved here and you got booed off stage? You don't tell it. I tell it all the time, but you've never. Have we ever said it on the on the podcast? Probably. So But you have never said it. You tell it. So when we first Moved here. Mike got booed off the stage by the host of the show, essentially. Semi-accurate. Yeah. Well, he heckled you. He heckled me off the stage. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So that's what I meant. Not booed. Uh, <laughs> boo. Boo. Not funny. Uh, boo. My um, joke was that the people I lived next to in Milford was a father and son, and both of their names were Martin. And the younger Martin wasn't a junior. And I thought that that was weird. Oh, that is weird. Right? Yeah, that's weird. Not funny, but it's weird. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so after that had happened, Mike hadn't gone up for a while. Like uh-huh. months and months and months, if not like a year. And I remember saying to him, either 
shit or get off the pot, essentially, because this is what we came out here for. Like we didn't move across the country to be away from our families and all of our best friends in the world to not be doing what you came out here to do. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's important to, to have those embarrassing moments, especially for someone that is going into comedy or, you know, into some type of entertainment type world to have a little bit embarrassment in, in what it is that they, when they are starting, I mean, everyone gets embarrassed at a new job. It doesn't matter who you are. Like stupid shit happens. And it's like, all right, now you got to prove yourself. So fucking go for it. It's important that everyone doesn't think that we me this kid Josh were talking about how nobody quits anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's a detriment not only to it's great now so many people are doing stand up that there is so much great stand up out there. I I do really believe that. Mm-hmm. But also a lot of people who will figure out that it's not what they want to do, do it for twice as long as they would have originally because they can get up everywhere. Mm-hmm. And they could, you know, do a show and post a flyer about it. And then their friends from home will be like, oh, you must be killing it out there, blah, blah, blah. And hopefully they're all having great experiences along the way. But there is, it's like that shitty, terrible, run-of-the-mill open mic experience is what like broke people. There's no hierarchy. There's no one telling you like, don't be a comedian. Right. There's no one firing you from being a comedian. So having to like earn your bumps and stuff, it's kind of how you weeded people out. And now there's all these like open mics where you could go and pay to get up. Like remember when we moved here and I would be like, okay, I'll see you. And I would leave at three o'clock in the afternoon and come home at, 10 30 at night and be like, didn't get, I went to two places and didn't get up. Yeah. And after that dude, and I was, we were going out, we were engaged, Mm -hmm. you know? And, uh, some people and rightfully so would be like, I quit. I don't want to do that. Why would I want to be away from either things I want to do or my significant other or whatever for six, seven hours at a time and not even get to work on mm-hmm. what I was doing it. But now that doesn't really exist because you can pay somebody five bucks and go stand in front of seven other people and do your shit. Yeah. And I think uh, too, it's a, like we still end up having a lot of that anyway, you know, like we don't see much of each other during the week Yeah, and sometimes like not even on the weekends, depending on what's going on. Um, you know, it, it sucks. It sucks when you are starting out and doing something and, you know, you don't get a chance yeah. to be with the person that you want to be with the most. But it's part of roughing it. Yeah. Like give yourself a chance to rough it. If because you're later go, on, you're if what you have... want to do is be a professional survivor man, this is exactly what it is. If you want to be professional camper survivor man, you want to be Ranger Rick, but you <laughs> only go out to you don't go to forests national parks you go to like a parking lot near woods Mm -hmm. in a in a ranger rick costume (laughs) no 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 in a um rv Mm -hmm. with like your own bathroom and playstation and shit yeah (laughs) yeah go sleep out in the woods on your goddamn back yeah cover yourself with a tarp and then figure out if you want to do that for nine more years 
Yeah. So so that's that's <clears throat> our advice. Yeah. Or, and don't take our advice if you want to be bald and unhappy. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, you guys, thank you so much for listening. We love you. Had thank you so time. much. I hope you guys are having a great holiday season. Mike Falzone, I love you too. I love you too, Zoe. And All we're right. going to answer a shit ton of your questions uh, next week. Have that episode up for you nice and early. Yes. And, uh, that's it. All Continue right. to have a great almost Christmas time. Yeah, you too. Bye.